This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, SpiderVPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favourite websites and streams by using SpiderVPN. They have some amazing offers right now and have come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Uh, Welcome to Extra Time Live. It's finished uh, today. Leeds United won. Wolverhampton Wanderers won. And for much of that game, it was 1-0 to Wolves. And um, the irony is last week we scored a, a late set-piece goal to uh, secure an incredible comeback against Villa. And today it's a, a 94th, 95th minute penalty from Leeds. Although to say, yeah, as Wolves fans will probably have to admit, they deserved at least a point out of that game from the, the second half. But we do want to get into... Uh, the into it and seeing how we feel about Bruno's tactics, how we performed, um, hearing the views, the performance rating and man of the match uh, from everyone that's getting involved today. I have to tell you now that doing this show now, right now, is commitment from everyone here um, because most of us have been to the game today and most of us haven't been home very long and here we are doing the live show for you. So uh, if you could be so kind as to smash a like on the video, let YouTube know you're enjoying it, join in the conversation. And if you're listening to it back on the podcast, please give the Always Walls podcast, which is episode 51 now, um, a rating on the podcast on Apple, Spotify and most good podcast providers. And you might also be watching it back on catch up, just like BBC iPlayer player. 
<laughs> on YouTube as well. So we've got um, we're going we're to get Paul on first, but we've got Josh, Manny, and Craig that are coming on. I'm not sure if Craig's written a song for us this week or not. The, the one that he did for the Ruben Nevis song was fantastic. And I just want to say a big hi to everyone in the chat um, uh, for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll get this all finished before match of the day. So I'm going to bring on first friend of the show, Paul. How are you doing, mate? Hi, Dave. Oh, oh, Paul's wearing the white top as well. <laughs> Everyone's got them and they look good. They all look three of them are good, Paul. in fairness. Okay. <laughs> all three of the tops, I think Castor has done a brilliant job. They have, and the training wear and uh, some of the other stuff yeah. have been uh, really, really good. Um, Paul, uh, we didn't bump into each other today, but whereabouts in the stand at Ellen Road were you sitting? And you went to Meadow Hall before, so <laughs> yeah. tell us about that as well. Snuck in a Nando's before the match. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Got to have some good fuel, haven't you, for an away day? So, well, uh, Jake Johnson's just popped up. He's watching the show live in California at the moment. Everyone in the chat, let us know where you're watching from. That'd be great. So what's Meadow Hall like before we get on the game these days, mate? Still going? It's a similar version to Merry Hill, to be honest. I mean, there's a few few gaps like where Debenhams and other big shops have gone bankrupt. Um, but it was just a quick stopping off point, really, for um, a good feast. A sneaky Nando's. Yeah. And we've got Derek from Auckland in Australia that's joined us as well, which is amazing. California and um, Auckland, Australia. We've got uh, Ewan from uh, Northern Ireland as well. Fantastic. So getting into uh, into the game, mate, Lad, talk me through um, how you're feeling about that at the end and uh, what you thought of the year uh, as the game went on. Okay. Well, I'll quickly say before I talk about the game that in general, I'm really pleased, especially with our recent form. Um, was it four wins out of six? One draw? Yeah. One draw. Four wins um, out of five, wasn't it? It's, uh, four wins out of six now, yeah. And two points off the top four. So whatever I'm about to say over the next few minutes, I am pleased with the more longer term picture because it's nine games in now. That's a quarter of the season, roughly. So yeah. Um, Overall, I'm pretty pleased with that. But today, it's a missed opportunity. Leeds have got some um, four key players out. We yeah. started the game really uh, positively. Even before we scored, we had a couple of good breaks down the left. We did. Um, and I thought, great, we finally got our early goal. We finally scored in the first half. Leeds have got these key players missing. They look so open at the back. And they're defending so high up the pitch. This is there for the taking. This could be. I thought that as well. I thought we could go on early doors. I thought we could have gone on and scored two, three, and four because yeah. we seemed to be getting in. Triori was having a lot of space. And I noticed as well from, you know, there was not these one and two and three on him. There was like one person and he was he could get past them. Yeah. Uh, and, but I thought they were, I mean, they, a lot of the Leeds fans were basically saying that we were quite dirty. In, you know, stopping play and stuff. We've had that done a bit to us, but I thought that the leads, the, the referee was a little bit lenient, especially in the first half on some of the persistent fouling uh, that was going on in our players. Matinho got booked at his first tackle, got a yellow in the fifth minute. And I think it took till the second half till Leeds actually got a yellow card, which I was really surprised. Yeah. Um, but we should, 
we should have built on that um, early goal. I just saw so many gaps that we could exploit and we've got such pace up front and skill. So it was disappointing that um, we didn't go and build on that early goal. But I will say as well, Leeds are a difficult team to play against. They don't give you a minute on the ball. We all know, we've all heard all the stats about their running running stats and pressing. And they are very good at doing that. Um, but I'm, I'm really disappointed about our lack of ambition, especially in the second half today. Um, I've seen a few comments about it was like watching one of Nuno's teams. And, it, and I guess it was, but all this is against a backdrop of a lack of recruitment in, in the summer. Yeah. Um, so I think that needs to be taken into account. But overall, if I had to sum it up, I'd say missed opportunity. Definite missed opportunities. There's a question here uh, from Carl. Dave and Paul, did you see any objects yeah. thrown from the Leeds fans in the second half? I there were just out. one or two. There was lots. Yeah. Um, Jimenez goes down with a head injury after about 20 minutes, down by that Norman Hunter stand behind the goal. And if there's one player in the Premier League who goes down with a head injury, like he, they really need to, they really need to take care of a player like him. And they were chucking lighters at him when he's on the floor with a head injury. And this is only 20 minutes into the game or so. So it's not like he's going to be time-wasting. I was just so shocked that um, the Leeds fans were behaving like that towards a player who really, well, nobody deserves treatment like that on the pitch, but particularly him with his uh, recent past of head injuries. I thought it was staggering, really, how they treated him like that. I have to agree. It was behind that, uh, behind the, the the goal. There was a lot thrown, um, and the stewards didn't seem to take anyone out either, or like it spotted it. Or maybe they didn't see who threw them, but there was quite a few like bits and pieces, you know. And it's only got to hit someone. Uh, I thought that was disappointing. I, I say that was disappointing because, to be fair, aside from obviously that people throwing, which is totally out of order, the Leeds fans. It's the best away. I mean, in terms of so yeah. far this season, their support was fantastic. The way they got behind their team, yeah. second half, it's that's around the whole stadium. It kind of like was really inspired that performance from Leeds in the second half. Their fans, I think, and the way they got behind their team and got them going was a big part of. How Leeds played in the second half, and I think it affected the Wolves players. Although we tried to deal with it and play with it, and the Wolves fans obviously sang back. But the the atmosphere at Ellen Road was really good, and I've yeah. got to credit the Leeds fans for that. That's that's a fair comment, Dave. Um, particularly with a team that's been struggling over the past few weeks and a team uh, that was losing, I thought the Leeds fans um, vocally were very good. But I just thought some of the behaviour towards throwing throwing objects at Sace as well, Ait Nuri in the second half, and particularly Jimenez when he's down with the head injury was um, disgraceful, really. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you have to agree with that, mate. Um, there's, there's been obviously some talk. Um, Wolves haven't played that well in the last six games, but we've played well in patches. I thought at some points today, especially early in the first half, we started to see us zipping the ball around like we had early doors. Yeah. And then we got to half time. You know, Leeds were just starting to get a foothold foot, foot going into half time. And I was glad the half time came. But we seemed to be, it was a bit Nuno esque 
in the way we defended, uh, the way we approached the game in the second half. We yeah. never really seemed to get at them. They were closing us down. The ball was coming. And, it, you know, Saw made a fantastic save, which yeah. I thought was a sure goal. He kept us in it. And we nearly got away with it. But, you know, the second half was just literally, it was like there was a slope on the pitch. It was one-way yeah. traffic all the way. And um, I was a bit disappointed. A, a lot of people have been disappointed that we we're a bit ultra-negative. Um, do you think that was injury-related or or tactical? I mean, what are your thoughts? Seemed to be a tactical and mindset issue. Obviously, we could have done with one or two players recruited who could um, help us in that area. Um, I think, though, we almost scored too early and didn't know what to do. We haven't yeah. been in that position. I mean, maybe someone in the chat can say, but when was the last time we were winning at half-time in a Premier League match? You know, and I think they... I don't know if they didn't have a plan for it, but I think it was the wrong plan about how to go about defending a 1-0 lead. Well, we, well, I've got to be honest, over the last two years, you know, it's probably a shock to the system that we scored in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, even last week, we, we, we left it till the last 15 minutes to score our three goals, didn't we? Um, and we have been wanting to uh, score earlier. It was great. I, I thought... For 10 or 15 minutes after the goal, Leeds were there for the taking. Yeah. And then the, the second half, I don't, I mean, I don't know whether it was the Leeds would, or whether they it was. They deserve some credit. You know, well, they did. They played yeah. well. Can't, you can't knock Leeds. I mean, it's the way they played is, you know, with the passion and the support and the way they got their supporters going, the supporters got them going was, was great. They were, you know, they were causing us all sorts of problems. Although, I, I say in that, I did think we were dealing with it. And I think Samedo, was it Samedo that l did the foul? Yeah, it was, but yeah. Samedo wouldn't have been on that side had eight Norrie not gone off. And he was, yeah. you know, um, Hoover came on I, and Samedo had to move over to that left side, which is not his position. And he looked like he wasn't really comfortable there. And towards the end, it was all coming down that right-hand side. The pressure just told. In the end, you can't afford to play that defensive and just hope, like a phrase that you used before, to get away with it. We would have completely have got away with it today. If we'd have come away with three points, there's no way we deserved that. And it just makes me wonder, thinking ahead, um, we've got a really tough December coming up. If we play like that in those matches, we'll absolutely get torn apart. And I wonder if it'll actually play into our hands a bit playing against better teams. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. But um, yeah, disappointed with the negativity in the second half, and as I said, missed opportunity overall. Definitely a missed opportunity. I, I think you you agree. Had we have won that game, we would have been uh, equal fourth. Okay, there's a lot of the teams that have got going in hand uh, on us as well. But we, I mean, you know, is it nine matches in, won four, lost four. Drawn one, goal right. difference of zero. Yeah, you know, after the first three games, we'd have definitely have taken that. But uh, this attacking football that we've seemed to have been playing early doors. Well, okay, we didn't get the results, but we looked so impressive. The stats today for Leeds, they had sixty-four yeah. percent possession to our thirty-six. Yeah, they had eighteen shots on our goal to our eight. They had four shots on target. 
we had four shots on target, of course, it was uh, one all. But you can just see from the stats, the possession. I can't. I, Wolves, I was disappointed with the possession because early doors, we were dominating possession and now we seem to be being dominated. Leeds definitely needed something um, because obviously they're, you know, they're in a precarious position. But playing like that, they ain't going to have any problems, I don't think. No, I don't think they'll be in relegation trouble, but... Yeah, I mean, you said about the possession. That was one thing we were told to expect from one of Bruno's teams. But in fairness, I think Huang is the only outfield player uh, to start today that's one of his players. Otherwise, it's pretty much the same team, isn't it, as last last season. So let's see when the January transfer window and when he's had a year, 18 months, and he's starting to mould his team. Will that start to change for the better then? Well, we'll have to wait and see. We need to get to yeah. January because we're running a bit tight on. I mean, uh, Bolly's injured again or out for whatever reason. Ain't Nori went off today. How bad is he? Marcel had picked up a calf strain. Nevers was apparently on the bench because he'd picked up a, a strain. Yeah. Jimenez was a doubt. We've still got a very, very thin squad. And I think yeah. Bruno said we can't afford to pick up any more injuries because, you know, in the Premier League, if you lose two or three key players, if we lose someone in the midfield, I thought, uh, before we get on to our next caller, let's, I mean, what did you think of Dan Donker's performance today? Poor. Um, bloke on the same row as me said, I can't believe Belgium ranked one of the best teams in the world and he gets in their team. And I thought he was poor today. Um, he gave the ball away a lot, which is quite uncharacteristic. He's normally quite tidy, if not very penetrative in possession he's normally quite good at keeping the ball but he didn't do that today but I think they were just overrun in, in the middle um, and that probably contributed but overall I thought he had a poor game and I think in general we need to work out what he is as a midfielder is he yeah. box to box is he a sitter is he someone who's who we're going to try um, to get breaking forwards and get six seven eight goals a season I don't think they know I don't know if he knows what he is as a midfielder yet. I know two two games. He's, I talked to me and Manny talked about this on the post match reaction because uh, Manny came on with me, and um, we were like, he's had two starts now, Southampton away, and today, and he hasn't convinced in either of of those games. Okay, I think he started last week, didn't he as well? Um, he hasn't been very convincing, but he's a good player. Um, but I'm not sure if it's quite working out for him at the moment. But he, he gave quite a few passes astray. Paul, yes. to finish off with, what's your, who's your man of the match and what's your performance rating this week? I think I think people will give it to Saar because I thought he played well. But I thought Aitnuri made a, a difference today. I thought he yeah. offered a lot of good attacking intent down the left. He nearly got a goal early on in the second half. I thought he defended well. Um, and I think he should play in the next match. So... I think I was really um, impressed with him. Did he just come off a cramp, Paul? Cramp, yeah. He cramped up with about 10 minutes to go. And then again, and then the second time, that was when he had to come off. But I thought he had a really a really good game today um, against a tough opponent as well in Rafinha. He is, and he's, he is a good player. He is, and he, he, he does add a little bit more than Marcel going forward. Yeah. Paul, thanks for coming on. Uh, much appreciated again. Uh, I know it's been a long day for you as well, so much appreciated. I know you'll you'll probably listen to this back on the podcast as well, won't you? Yeah, Tomorrow. thanks for having me on, and um, I'll be at the Everton game on 
a week on Monday. Nice one. All the best, Paul. Thank you. Okay. Cheers, everyone. See you guys. Bye-bye. So that's our Paul. And next up, we have got Josh. Hey, Josh. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, you. This is your second appearance yeah. on the show. Did you go today? Yeah, I did, yeah. Me and my dad went up today on the uh, on the couch. So, oh, um, who did you travel with? Went with the official couches this time around. And what time did you set off? Uh, set off at half ten and got there for about half one. All oh, right, so you had a little oh, bit yeah. of time. Sometimes these coaches turn up last minute. Yeah. And whereabouts yeah. in the Wolves End were you, you you're sitting? Just level with the end of the pitch where you were on the top half. Oh, we right, right, right behind the uh, disabled bay where me and my dad were. So, uh, Fantastic. Well, thank you for getting back. What time did you get home? Um, it's got to have been about quarter to eight. Well, I st- we stopped off at the services and had a sandwich and a costa. Yeah. I know Manny gets his costa in before he goes. <laughs> we had to get one on the uh, on the way back, you see, because the yeah. lucky costas, they've got a tradition. They have a lucky costa or a lucky yeah. Starbucks before the start, the, uh, before they get to the game. Uh, so, like, talk us through... Your thoughts on the game from start to finish, mate? I say the first ten minutes, that when that goal came in ten minutes, and it was well worked from when Jack Harrison was it Jack Harrison that lost the ball to Samedo and Samedo picked yeah. it up and, and got it in. I thought for the 20, 35 minutes we controlled the game. Um, once we got the goal, um, although we didn't have many more chances that first half, we were definitely. I don't think we were as sitting as deep as we were second half. And then we got that free kick just before half time. To be looking at it now, I'd have quite liked to since Sais had a have a pop at that on the left foot. Yeah, seen in, the, in the past where he has come close. And then um, it was, uh, I think we probably could have nicked a few more goals. They were there for the taking after we scored. I thought, they, yeah, the first ten minutes they looked lively, we looked lively, and then we got that goal and it, they went quite a bit. But um, then second half, I just felt we set. Either we were sitting back or they were pinning us back. Because first half, I thought we were pinning them their full-backs and their wingers quite quite deep. Yeah, that's a good point, that is. Because that, that on their, their right-hand side, they had, they had Rafinha was at right-back at points. It was they, I think it was Rafinha and Daniel James on that right-hand side and they just weren't getting forward. Is Daniel James the one they got from United? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right, isn't it? And then it was the same on the left because Ailey was injured. You had Jack Harrison. I can't remember who the left back was, but we were pinning them back all first half. In the second half, it was completely the other way around. And we were... um, what I mean, do you blame uh, Bruno for that or just backwards or a bit of leads? I mean, how are you thinking? I it? think it was a bit of both. I think we've been told to easy back off a bit, but get a chance, try and take a chance where we could. But also, I thought the way Leeds were, well, we were losing the ball in midfield. Second half, we couldn't win. We were losing every battle in midfield. That many loose balls, and especially the one when Dendonka decided to flick it with the outside of his foot, and it moved about two yards, and they ran onto it and nearly scored off it. And I, I was, I was, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> when that happened. Like last week, too many loose passes in the centre of midfield. Second half, well, first half at the Villa, second half at Leeds. And then um, we would, I thought we would get over run midfield and then they get it out to the right-hand side and um, kept coming down there when that Galdhart would come on. And he was pushing quite far forward as well. And then obviously that last 20 minutes, it, you could tell it was coming. They were just hammering. Ham- I wouldn't say hammering us because they weren't really getting shots in apart from the one Sartipped over the bar. 
And then um, I thought when they were got they got in the box, they weren't too troubling. I thought we dealt with them quite well. But it's just the fact that I mean, the minutes. defense, do, the defense. I mean, when you look at it, Kilman, Cody, and mm. Soyes do, especially Soyes do get a, sometimes a bit of stick. But yeah, they they've done well, really. Yeah. Um, they've done well. Soyes got a yellow. Cody Kilman. got a booking. Kilman, got, Kilman got a book. They all got a booking. I mean, yeah. the, the the Kilman booking was from a again a misplaced pass, yeah. and he tried That's to do the tackle and he and he caught him. Martino got a booking after five minutes. I think that that probably did affect him a little bit in the yeah. back of his mind. He's like can't afford another yellow, um, and I obviously Dan Donker we've talked about Samido. I thought did okay until he mm. had to switch yeah. wings. Eight Norrie did all right. Um, Wang. You know, he's scored four in four. Is he? You know, he scored as many as the rest of the team. I thought that was great, but other than that, yeah. I don't think he uh, he did much. No. Roll put himself about. Um, Triori cr- created opportunities again, but there was no one that really, really um, uh, stood out. Was there really no. today? No, not really. It was more of a collective group today. I thought there wasn't really anybody that made a statement. Um, but it was one of those where you just felt it, that last, I said, that last twenty minutes when they started doing that, we are the champions, champions of Europe chant that was going on for about twenty I'll minutes. I tell you what, I've got to say, was, I was, I was, um, I was quite impressed. I know we were going, what the hell is that? But it did look pretty cool that they were yeah. doing, and all the ground. I mean, you can, I, mean it, yeah. I, 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 I would, apart from the throwing the the, the stupid idiots that threw yeah, so, 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 on, yeah. on the pitch. You know their support was fantastic because yeah. um, I've been to we've been to a few of, and it was loud. They were mm. loud, and it was a lot of the stadium. And um, yeah. I think that atmosphere really helped their players. Yeah. Um, so credits from for that, but they were doing that and they sang it for ages and yeah. ages and ages and ages. It's like it we not... sometimes do the Bruno yeah. Lars Barmy Army. We keep it going for ages. They kept going. Well, it was the Leeds four three, I think, at home, and we when we were on Sky. And we were doing Barmy Army for about 15 minutes. That was about what, six years ago now when we beat them 4-3. Oh, no. and that, went, that went on through the whole ground for about 15, 20 minutes, like they did today, really. But it, yeah, the, I, think, the, I think their fans kind of yeah. really, really were the, were their 12th man today yeah. and made a big a big difference. So credit to, uh, you know, we come on, sometimes we go to a place and we go, well, we weren't impressed with that. And I remember when we went to Leicester, First match of the season, and they had that little slither that sang, and the rest, yeah, of, yeah. you know, I mean, Ellen Road was rocking today. Yeah. You know, today was one of her away so far. Oh, definitely, and um, they were quite intimidating to our players yeah. the way they, 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 the way they perform. Yeah, but mate. I mean, let's talk us through your your performance rating and who your man of the match is. I'd probably performance rating. I'd probably lean towards. I was thinking this on the way back. I was going to say seven, but I'm thinking of it. I'd probably say six. Yeah. Didn't really create much after the goal, and then yeah. obviously getting back the second half and the I way. I think I gave came. it a six point five. Yeah. But it was just that second half was a bit lacklustre. There was we had nothing going. We were losing the ball, and then one um, of the match. I am stuck between two. I'd say saw. But I thought Gio did quite a lot of dirty work today, trying to win the ball back in midfield. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He worked. He worked hard today. I thought. I just. I got edge. My edge was Matinho, but you got to split between Saar and Matinho. If you have to pick one, who are you going to pick? I'll probably say Saar for that save. 
It was a great time. And you know what? You know, Saar is winning the fans over because he did have yeah. a bit of criticism. Yeah. And he really is winning the fans over. And not just with his uh, his saves, the way mm. he commands his area and the way yeah. he distributes the ball as well. Josh, thank you ever so much for coming on, mate. I'm much appreciated. Yeah. Good to have you on for the second time. And I'm glad you managed to get to the match today. And uh, yeah. we didn't lose in the end. We managed to yeah. get a point. <laughs> and a point's not a bad result. If you'd have said four points from... Two away games, Villa and Leeds, we'd have took that, wouldn't we? Yeah. If we can follow it up with a win against Everton, who incidentally got beat at home. Was it at home against Watford or They were 2 1 up with 10 minutes ago. And they lost 5 2. They collapsed. Josh well, King. That <laughs> shows what can happen in football. Yeah. Claudio, Claudio Ranieri is weaving his magic already at Watford. <laughs> you know, the mm. Tinker Man is back. All right, Josh, thanks ever so much, mate. Brilliant. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, pal. Thanks. So that's Josh. Great to have him on again. And next up, we have Manny again. Hey, Scott. how you doing? Mate, right. It was great. Uh, um, thanks for jumping on the uh, the instant reaction after the match. Anytime you want to do that, mate, it's great to yep. uh, have you on. So that was brilliant. And um, obviously, like us, you've driven there and uh, driven back. Yep. You've not been back too long, have you? I've been back about um, half an well, about forty minutes, I think, just after nine o'clock. Well, about nine o'clock, I think. <laughs> it's a long day, isn't it? It's a long day. It's been a long day, but it's part and parcel of the um, joy of following football, isn't it? Going to Absolutely. different cities and seeing different away games. I'd never been to Ellen Road before, so it was a uh, a new away day for us, and it is a yeah. classic old ground um, with a lot of history, and you know some legends of the game the Bremners and Hunters and uh, and people that like that statue so it, is, that, that statue for Billy Bremner what they've yeah. done is really nice isn't it brilliant yeah I met quite a few um, uh, Leeds fans beforehand as well I met um, uh, one that was born in Bilston oh really <laughs> yeah but he had moved there to be fair like years and years ago and he'd been a Leeds fan for like 50 years but um, uh, it's nice sharing a few stories because pretty much a similar path to us you know historic club done really well then suffered and um in the doldrums and then come back and did really well had a great season and now they they were very very negative the fans were um before the game um they thought we were going to take them because i think they just saw our results and their results haven't been that good and i sort of warned them i said you know we haven't actually been playing that well whilst we've been getting these results. So I don't think you're completely out of it. And um, uh, the match sort of, um, so you know, that's the way it, it, it went. Um, we scored, but we always thought we, we need, need the second goal. We, we desperately did. need this second goal as soon as possible. And the longer the game went on, you just, just sensed it. You sensed the wave, the emotions, the, the crowd you know, suck the ball in for them, almost, let's be honest, you know, their fans couldn't have done much more to help their team, um, with all credit, because we've been to so many away grounds recently, that's, you know, before lockdown a couple of years ago, and the atmospheres have been terrible in some real big clubs and traditional clubs, and so it was good to go to a ground where the fans really got behind their team, oh, considering they, they were losing. It. Leeds fans yeah. and the Wolves it made fans a difference. together. It, was a, it made it a proper, proper Premier League uh, match. Derby, yeah. almost like a derby atmosphere at times. It was that. It, it was amazing. 
the, yeah. the support. It was so loud. Mm. And, uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't know whether you agree with me in terms of an away day this year, but that's the, the best home support that I've seen. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, they were very raucous and, and, and it's good, you know, they, for them, they're back in the team regardless of where they are um, in the league, which is what any team that's struggling needs. So, you know, but going on to the match, you know, we actually um, started it fairly well. Yeah. Um, fairly even match, um, but we looked comfortable. Leeds were threatening, but only from distance. Um, and then we scored the goal. We scored the goal probably out the blue a little bit as well for us. Um, and Huang's got a, a golden touch in front of goal, that's for sure. You know, he's, he's, new. he's new, he's never you know played in this country before. He's come and, and he smashed four goals, so you've got to give him full credit for that, regardless of whether he makes an impact in the whole game or he, he goes in and out. You know, it, it will take time, it'll take time, but what an impact to score four goals! So, um, uh, but we needed to go on and, and get that second goal, and we didn't. And the longer the game went on, and their their substitutes, you know, Geld Hart, I'd never heard of it. Him, Somerville, never heard of him. I thought he, Somerville was a singer. I didn't. Never. Yeah, Jimmy Somerville, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that they they were down to their bare bones, and their fans were saying that they were really down to their bare bones on the bench, and and they're bringing a lot of young players on, and they sort of made a difference. And um, you know, we. We struggled, I think, in midfield. I know you've just mentioned Joe Martino, but I think that booking after five minutes was really huge because yeah, he's uh, we rely on him to be a bit of a um, terrier Terry. in midfield and, yeah. and biting at people's ankles and nicking the ball. And he couldn't go in um, as I think he probably wanted to in some of the challenges because he would have been off. There was a couple of hairy ones where we, he nearly did catch the player and you thought... You know, and the thing today was he had a partner next to him who might as well not have been on the pitch. Um, Leander Dendonka. I do like, you know, the player because he has got something about him, but he just doesn't perform regularly. And there's a reason why he's in and out the side. So that was really disappointing. And I think that was the key for me. The midfield were just bypassed and overrun all the time. And the defence was just under pressure, under pressure, under pressure. And eventually, you're going to crack. I thought the defence did really well, as yeah, in yeah. we didn't actually give Leeds too many clear-cut, built-edge chances. The yeah, they had the one and so I pulled it off, off a, a save that was worth a goal for us. You know, yeah. that save is like a goal. Um, uh, but apart from that, I thought the defence did okay. They cleared everything. They stood, you know, and... I remember the girl next to me said, oh, what's Aitnuri drinking? Because he had a shot of something. And I said, that's pickle juice, that is. And she goes, well, what's that for? I said, pickle juice is for cramp. So if you ever have cramp, you have a shot of pickle juice. Is that right? And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it releases the cramp very quickly. I mean, I've run marathons, so I know. <laughs> I know. You could have um, a bit of that. A yeah, I could have. I didn't have any. My son, said, my son actually said, he goes, Dad, you forgot the pickle juice. And that's what they take. So he obviously had that shot at around 60 minutes or something. So he was obviously struggling with cramp. And in the end, he came off. And then the switch happens. Samedo comes over to a side. That's not his side. So when he's playing, he's not really in a natural position because it's the wrong leg and the wrong stance. 
Yeah. And and that player, to be fair, had gone through. And if he hadn't challenged, the guy gets a shot off and possibly scores. Um, and it was a bit of a clumsy bundle over, a little bit soft. But once it's given, it's never going to be overturned. We knew that. And, um, you know, they dispatched the penalty. Over the course of the game, they fully deserved a point. And let's be honest, there was only really one team that looked like winning the game. The longer it went on, it was them, not us. So overall, we've got to look at that and think three games where we've played well, but not got a point. Six games after that, we've got 13 points, more than two points a game. So that actually is a very good return. And whatever we think about performances and being disjointed and not being free-flowing, guess what football's about? It's about getting results. And... um, you know, sometimes when you start losing, you do get a bit maybe defensive minded because you're just desperate to get a result um, and you try and rein back a little bit. So I don't know whether the players have done that or whether it's a management thing, but there has been a drop off in the performance, as in the passing, the possession, the free flowing, the chances. But we've produced the results. So we're here now sitting two points a game or more from the last six games. So we've got to take that forward. But there is positives there. We can't completely say it's negative. Bruno Large is also nine games into his reign. Nine games, which is nothing. He's had virtually no real backing to what he wanted. So he's got to be given that chance. You know, he's got to be given the chance. He's got to be able to recruit again in January. And otherwise, you just go through a merry-go-round of just changing your managers and, and never getting anywhere. So give him a chance. Back him. He knows he's got to produce more. The players know they've got to do more. Um, the midfield needs, obviously, addressing. If, you know, Ruben Neves is nursing a bit of a strain, that's a worry because we haven't really got anybody else in reserve yeah. to bring in. You know, um, and he is a key, key player for us, Neves. Raul, you know, the way he links up, he set up the goal again. He's had that last touch towards Wang. You know, he's they're vital, these players are. So we've got to keep them fit. And the way you keep them fit is by having other people who are good enough to come in and, and give them a rest when they when they are suffering. And and twice we've brought Dendonka in to maybe rest Neves and, and he hasn't performed. So that's a bit that's a worry. It needs addressing very, very quickly, and it's up to the owners to do that. But well, we only literally have three midfielders, really, don't we? Neves, Dendonker and, and yep. uh, Moutinho. There isn't a lot of options. The only options that we've got is in the formation, really. Yeah, um, there is. And, and you know, the, and at the back, we're exactly the same. We are bare bones, you know, with um, uh, the injuries. Let's be honest. Willie Bowley's struggled with injury now for a couple of oh, years. Wow. He's, never, he's never really been regularly fit and... He's had another illness. I don't know what it's about, but apparently he's back in training. But he only just came back. And, um, you know, Marcel's gone again, but he's had a really, really, really decent run, to be fair, because he, he didn't last more than a game or two games no, last no. season. So he's actually it's, did it's last. But half, he, isn't it? So that yeah. he might be fit for the Everton game. Yeah. So, um, uh, but, you know, for what we've got and the recruitment that we have done, which was limited, the return in the last six games particularly has been very good and it is a results business, but the performance needs addressing and improvement because you can't 
afford to be 2-0 down after 80 minutes, like last week, or we can't afford to give a team that much possession and that many chances because on another day, a better team scores two or three in that second half, not oh, yeah. one penalty. So, you know, we've got to be guarded against that. And, and, and Wolves, we know, sometimes turn up against better teams anyway and play better. And it's always been the case. Like So, you know, we've got to take the positives and, and, and keep going. It's work, I call it work in progress, new manager. He's got to be given the tools. He's got to be given a chance to bring his philosophies in. Uh, the players will take time to adapt. And um, uh, he had a right go at Pedence for their goal. So their goal yeah. that went in, um, the run went in and Smado made the challenge. He had a right, I don't know what happened. I'll have to watch it back. But he was like gesturing to Pedence about the ball and Pedence was sort of having a bit of a go back. And they were having a bit, because he might have lost the ball or he might not have kept the ball. I don't know what what happened, but so it's gonna it's gonna take a bit of time, and um, we've got to keep backing him. We've got to keep um, uh, you know supporting him. Next home game, huge home game because at home we've struggled recently, and then we got that win against Newcastle. Yeah, but we've got to take that on and win another one and get on a bit of a home roll where we're beating sides at home and we're playing well against home. So you know the fans got to do their job and just sing your hearts out and 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 then. Be on the front foot too when we're when we're um, supporting because he's a, he's a new manager, he's a fairly youngish manager in in a pretty difficult league and, and he needs the backing off the the board and and off us. You know, well we're, we're six weeks we're six weeks out, aren't we, from the January window opening? Couple of yeah. key things on there, obviously, African Cup of Nations, the defence. When Saez and Bolly go, we're going to be really yeah. short because Yerson's out. So they've got to have something up their sleeve straight away with that. Yeah. Also, are you um, concerned that, although there's been a lot of talk, Adama Traore still has not signed that new contract because obviously that will put a lot of pressure on Wolves to sell him in yeah. January if he hasn't signed the new contract? I, th- I think contract things are like, you know, they work so weirdly now. It's not the, you know, it's not like here you go, mate. Here's your contract, and we'll throw in a, co- you know, <laughs> or we'll, we'll give you this and we'll give it. They take time. The all players have always took time, you know, on their contracts, and it's sometimes it's like sometimes it's well, we're not going to talk about it until this date. So they might have a set date when they actually finalise everything. So you know, I don't, we don't know. Only. Yeah, it's been going on for almost 18 months now, though. This hasn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have, but they were locked down. There was lots of rumours about, you know, will offers come in for him? Is he one of the ones they might sell sell in the in the summer? And not, let's be honest, nobody really came in for these players, so that's why they're still here. You know, nobody was prepared to pay the sort of money that it would cost to take the players. So um, every player, remember. You know, players don't last for a lifetime at any club, very rarely. You know, Bully was an exception for us. And everybody else is is sort of available. And that's why we've got them, remember? They came to us. So just like they come to us, they can actually go elsewhere as well. Uh, the only constant is is me and you and the rest of the support fan base. They're the ones who will turn up every week, week in, out, uh, week, in week out. The managers and players will always change. So just got to live in the moment and he's in the team now and we've got to back the players that are playing. And um, then, you know, it's down to the board to address those weak, weak areas in midfield and in 
in the in the back line, which you know will suffer if we have injuries and players are out. And 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 Premier League's a hard, hard, hard league. You can't just wing the Premier League and think you'll get away with it because I'm, uh, you can't stand if you stand still, you go backwards in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's hoping, right. I'm hoping yeah. that they've got you know, they, and the most supporters will expect something to happen in uh, January because uh, we do have a thin squad. We know that we're a couple of players short, one in defence and one in midfield. Uh, we, we Hopefully, we'll get the likes of Neto and Johnny back as well. They'll be like new players when they come back. Manny, who's, what's your performance rating and uh, and who are you giving your man of the match to and why today? Performance rating, you know, first half up to the scoring and and up to probably about 35 minutes, it would have been seven or eight if we'd have got the second goal. But we, the drop-off was um, huge. And, and let's be honest, we came out with a point, which looked like we could win it, but we got a point. So it was a huge result because we hung on at the end. Um, uh, so the performances can't be more than five and a half or six for me. Yeah. The result is like 10, 10 out of 10 for the result because we got away with the point, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my man of the match, actually, I was going to give it to Ryan Aknuri before he got injured um, because I thought, um, especially the second half, I thought he got stronger, even though he was faced with a barrage. He actually defended really well and he had uh, attacking threat. But for me, Jose Sarr was only called upon once, really, you know, and he produced a world-class save that um, uh, keeps us in it. And, and But for that, we could have ended up losing the game. So it's almost like a goal. So I'll just have to give it to him because he has impressed. Patricio was a good, good keeper, world-class keeper, you know, lots of pedigree. So to come into his shoes and actually in quite a few circumstances improve um, that position, distribution, with, I distribution think. delivery, that and one that, throw that to Pedence. Towards yeah. the end as well, that, like you're saying, the throw out to Pedence when he, yeah. I thought it was taking the You know, that throw, in, throw out to Pedence, you're thinking, oh, we just took bloody Adama off because that was a throw out to Adama. They wouldn't have caught him. You know, no, and, and I think Raul put the ball through to Pedence as well. If that was Adama, they wouldn't have caught him. So, yeah. you know, um, it was a bit unfortunate that we couldn't get Adama into those positions because Leeds were playing quite high, especially in the first half, where, where we just, again, that final pass, the final ball, you know, Nelson Samedo, I know people might give him stick for the foul and being a bit clumsy, but he made the goal, remember? He, it was his work and he picked out the player and, and it led to a goal. So he did do good things as well. So um, all in all, a point is a fantastic result uh, considering the level of performance. And we've had... 13 points from six games, not the greatest performances, but it's a results business and we got the results and, and it will take time. It will take time for him to develop his team, to play his way, to bring the performances back up to the level as well. But um, we'll certainly be there shouting our heads off and giving him all the backing he needs from the, from the, uh, the sidelines. And Manny, just to finish off, on there is an important announcement about uh, Samosa Saturday 13. Yeah. Do you want to let everyone know? Yeah, Samosa Saturday 13, you know, um, uh, uh, this is an unlucky number for some, but actually, in our faith, it's actually quite a lucky number, believe is it or not. Long, long story, 13 is a very lucky number. But anyway, um, Samosa Saturday 13th is returning. We uh, are doing it for the Liverpool match, uh, yeah. which is December the 4th. Um, 
and that will be before the game, three o'clock kickoff. So it's a big, big match, you know, against a, a very big traditional famous club and and uh, three o'clock kickoff. So we'll be setting up a usual place by the university building just before the subway um, from probably around 11 o'clock till kickoff. And, you know, it's just a, a brilliant commun- community event, which I say belongs to the fans of the club. You know, I'm privileged to um, almost like be a part of it. I know I organise it and, and we brought it into the thoughts of people, but it's become uh, a fan thing and the fans like yourself and then many many others volunteer and help out and without that it's nothing and and you know just come donate and even if you you know even if you say you forgot your wallet i'll still give you something to eat don't worry about it you know we'll we'll um uh, we'll feed you and we'll just meet each other and greet each other and just try and live life a little bit more positively because we've all had a pretty bad time over the last couple of years you know, with all with all what's happened in the world, and it's a, it's about time we bring a bit of joy to each other and um, uh, respect each other, and um, uh, you know, help each other where we can. And if we raise a few quid for um, uh, a real vital cause, then um, uh, that's um, like a huge bonus from it as well. So um, uh, yeah, December the fourth, be there, and and we'll uh, we'll make sure that we uh, we mention that many more times that we're coming up. So make a date, make sure that you you get a little bit of change out, and make sure that you get down to get your samosas on the on the Liverpool game. You've got advance warning already yeah. <laughs> that it's taking place, and it's the first one back since yep. lockdown because all the other March twenty twenty. So that was our last game right. at Molyneux before the lockdown was actually Samosa Saturday. So we carried it on as a delivery service. Um, so, you know, which we didn't stop with the actual uh, fundraising, but to have it back at the ground with the fan base and everybody plays a part. So, you know, it's not an exclusive event where only so many people can attend or it's reserved for certain, you know, it is an open forum, an open event where everybody's allowed to play a part and everybody can join in. And that's really, really key. Um, that regardless of your background, regardless of who you are, where you're, Liverpool fans all becoming. They've told me I've had messages from them. They get you know lots and lots of um, uh, negative uh, negativity from our fan base, but they actually contribute a lot. Liverpool fans to the fundraising, um, uh, so they they've already told me that they'll be there and they'll be throwing their their money behind the cause. So you know, um, let's uh, make it a really enjoyable day and hopefully beat them as well <laughs> fantastic well thanks for coming on again today manny i know you've uh, again not long got back in it was good seeing you just after the match and uh no if you've not already make sure you catch up uh on the instant uh fan reaction straight after the game because me and manny uh again give our instant reaction straight after the game so make sure you check that out as well and uh, i'll probably maybe see you on thursday at tennis yeah hopefully yeah no problem <laughs> mate all right. Good night, mate. Cheers. Take care. See you. See you, guys. So that's Manny. Thank you ever so much uh, for him coming on. Uh, Samosa Saturday, the 4th of December, uh, before the Liverpool match. We'll obviously be giving a lot more details about that closer to the date. Next up, we've got Tuba Wolves. Craig, how you doing, mate? Look, loving the retro. Is that the store top? That's it. Not, Look at the shimmer. Actually, we were there. 
And we're old enough to be there, you see. So, yeah. The shimmer and the shine on that, man. Beautiful. I like it. I do, mate. I do. Let's hear your thoughts on today, mate. How have you watched the game today? Um, I can't say, Dave. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You've used your your spider VPN, shall we say. Uh, Yeah, that's what you need to do. You uh, guys have done an absolutely great job to get back from from the game. You look you look at absolutely knackered, but but for yeah, I am a bit I, shattered. We all yeah. are, I think. <laughs> before I uh, talk uh, about about the game, uh, Dave, I want, want to talk talk about Manny, who's a who's a legend. Um, seen some really unsavoury stuff on um, social media, and uh, rather than just have a go at uh, you know these these people that you can call all sorts of names but if you do then you, you stoop to their level don't you just just ask all these people that have give uh money and and people like him stick because of maybe his faith or his color or whatever go and get yourself educated go and go and find out what what those communities add to to our sort, sort of way of life um they are the greatest people um, I've got loads of times for 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 the uh, um, Sikh um, k- m- m- unity and 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 Manny in particular, he, he just works tirelessly to make uh, other sort of people's lives much much better, and and for anybody to, to have a go at him, you, you sort of really need to get yourself um, educated. So I just, I just wanted to get that off my chest, Dave. Hundred percent, hundred percent right, mate. Hundred percent, absolutely right. Uh, is, is everything that you've said in that, mate? And uh, you know, we haven't really gone into much. You know, Manny wouldn't want us to go into much of this, but it's 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 very very sad. I mean, I've had stick, uh, but Manny gets it on an unprecedented stage, and um, it's it's it's. I know how he's him and his family have suffered with it so it yeah. i just hope these sort of things do stop we're you know w- you know wolves fans we should be all whether you like someone or don't like someone you know we love our team we should all just stick together and back the team have banter if you don't like someone fine that's fine I, people don't like me <laughs> it's, it, it is it but there's no need to be nasty or vitriol about it and let's hope that there are i know that manny's told me that there's a lot of people that have um been ashamed of some of the things that they said and have reached out to him and there's others that do need to um you know take a look and maybe get educated and i know that's something that manny wants but um yeah 100 right moving on to the game mate yeah what a great start i mean we we like started really really well and and, and we're obviously buoyed by last week's three uh three uh, points that we promised stole didn't we um and then we uh, did what we always do with with teams that press us really, really high, which is why we always play well against the top teams because they haven't got this, that um, that same sort of pressing game. They give us space to play, and our players enjoy that space to play. And when we're pressed, uh, when we push back, um, the the midfield team in particular don't like it, and they and they almost cease to function. Um, our back four are looking really great, and the back uh, and the front two look great. But where we really need work is it, it, it in the middle middle of the uh, park, 
when we when we press, we really struggle. Not just this game, every single game that I've that I've seen for the last year year and a, and, a, and a half. When any team's given us um, no no time at all, we've really really struggled. Um, but you know what? Uh, we've just played two games away from home and come away with four uh, points out of six, Dave. And you can't argue with that. That's that's that, that's. We'd have took it before the gap. Yeah, uh, before the uh, the two matches for definite. The disappointment is that the the, the, the we looked so good, and uh, when we scored, we were well on top. And had we pushed that home, we'd have we'd have beat them um, two, three nil, three one. I agree. I agree. Um, and we, 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 we've just got this habit, and maybe we're in we're in two minds at the moment. We're in the large. Uh, mindset and the Nuno mindset, and we don't we don't quite know which way to play at the moment, and we we're reverting back to what we know, maybe. Um, but again, you know, we we do, we're doing really well. Thirteen points after nine games with a new manager, um, and the goal difference is naught. So you know that that's not bad at all. Um, what else have I got to say? Trory today, he just can't make the ball stick. Um, I mean, that that guy was it? Was it Darlow that that was was on him like like a? I think like, you're right. Yeah, like like glue. But if it if he's worth what we think he is, he, he should have shrugged him off, Dave. And he and he and he failed to cope with him today. Donk was just awful. And so goes on to my uh, last point that I want to make to you. Why do managers, and, and particularly large, seem reticent to make um, early substitutions when players are just not on it? You, you know, it's a only one game. It isn't as though he's, he's going to discard that player for the rest of the season. You can, you can tell when a player is not on it on a day and they um, uh, continue and you know that goal, we were we were really really lucky to uh, to get the draw today because Leeds for the last hour they absolutely battered us, didn't they? Uh, to be fair, yeah. I mean, especially I, I think they were starting to get a foothold towards the end of the uh, the first half, and then the second half, it just as it went on, it was just became more and more of one way traffic, and I kept looking over at the uh, the clock. At the clock, it was almost kind of like reticent. Funnily enough, thinking about it now, how I was looking at the clock at the end of the semi-final against Watford, I was just thinking, please, can we get to the end of the game? When we got into, and they had put six, six, six minutes up. I like, oh, six minutes, man! It's a long time, six minutes. And of course, the goal came, and then they had another couple of opportunities after that to have won the game. And I think there was only one, t- although we had that one chance from uh, Pedence that we talked about with the throw out from Saar. I thought, oh, great, we've got corner up the other end. But it was just a little respite. And, you know, you can't, if we'd have got out of it with a 1 0, it would have been a smash and grab, really. Lucky, on the back no, of it. Yeah, the fact absolutely. that we got a point, I'm still quite happy because we could have easily have lost that game. So. You know, I agree. and we're we're on a we're on a really really good run, um, and I can see us doing really really well. We just got to sort out this 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 way to play when when teams uh, deny us space, Dave, because we do tend to struggle then. 
Um, you know, well, we, we played like this press early doors when then the first three games. I, I, I know we didn't win and we should have won and we didn't, we could have been able to put the ball in the back of the net, but we played so, so, so yeah, well and so dominant. And then as each week's gone on, we seem to be more submissive. Um, and it's you know, a Bruno Large has been brought in to play attacking football and Nuno was quite defensive and that second half was I mean we all like you know have a lot of time for Nuno and the results that he got us but it was very very looked like a Nuno team rather than a Bruno Large yeah. team in the second Absolutely. half um, and whether that's because we're carrying injuries or we're short in depth or because it was a tactical decision I'm not really sure, but I am quite pleased on the whole with how Bruno's doing. I think because we've talked about he's still only nine games in, as, as Manny mentioned. He hasn't had, in, he'll need two or three transfer windows, yeah. I think. Not just the January one, but next summer he's going to be key. Once he's got three transfer windows in, we might see more of what he wants. But We've got to go big in January, I think, in terms of what we're bringing in. Because if we can get into a decent position come January and we're in the top half, as we talked about a few weeks ago, we can really push on second half of the season. Uh, especially when we get, you get the likes of Johnny and Neto back as well. We'll have a bit more strength in death, but a couple more injuries and we could really struggle. Yeah, but but then I'm, I'm, I mean, look at look at, at, at the way that we're bringing uh, young kids through. I mean, in in the next one to two years, we're gonna have five, six, seven really great young kids with a with a, a, a at least ten uh, years at uh, Wolves if if we like keep them, and they are they they they're really really class players, um, and I'm excited. But today's just. At, at the end of the, of, the, of the game, I was absolutely livid because I, I just felt as though we'd, we'd, we'd given away two points. Yeah. And I thought about it. And as I thought about it, I thought, you know what? We've got out of jail there and we've got four points out of six two games. I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what, Craig, before we get on to your performance right and your man of the match, take how we felt at the end of that game. And times it by about a hundred, and that's probably how a Villa fan felt last week. <laughs> so I, don't that right, it? I don't care though, Dave. I know. <laughs> um, and there will be more more uh, songs uh, when when the uh, time's right. So, um, um, so he's man of the match for me. Um, yeah, I love, I love how he's um, he's he's not only a keeper. But he's a built-in sweeper as well. When that ball comes over the top, um, Rui never came off his off his line. Saar's always there uh, for us. He's, he's looking good, and he, he that's why he got player of the month last month. I'm impressed. He he's, he's won a lot of the fans round. To be fair, absolutely. And five and a half out of ten. Uh, first half an hour, seven and a half, eight out of ten. But the last hour went went down to four and a half, five. So I've given it. Um, five and a half out of ten. Dave, Dave, thanks uh, for for your uh, um, work again. Don't don't take any notice of the knockers. Um, always That's people. Right. We, we, we try not you. to. Yeah, I get Dave, a lot more but... positivity than knocks. There's a lot of great community here, um, and you know, there's some people that just you know that's how they are. They like to drag you down, don't they? But they, and you're uh, right, Dave. But but 
but those that moan and knock and insult, you can guarantee are the people that never do anything in their lives for anybody else. So just ignore them. Water off a duck's back, mate. You do a great job. I, know, man, I need, to, I need to bring them ducks back out. They ain't been out for a while. <laughs> <then duck. laughs> you do. You do. Well done, clan. Well done, indeed, this clan. And another great show tonight, Dave. Well done, Yeah, the, the dazzlers, we call them. You're part of the dazzlers, man. <laughs> right, cheers, Craig. We're going to get and, Jack and up next. Catch you bit, soon, mate. buddy. All right, take care of yourself, bud. Cheers, man. Bye. So that's Craig. Uh, again, always comes on with his... He's very honest, Is Craig. Uh, when he ain't happy, you know he ain't happy. You, even if he's put a smile on his face, you can tell in his eyes. And when he's happy, he's very, very happy he makes a song up. Um, and next up, but last but not least, we've got Jack. Hello, Jack. Hello, mate. Have you been today? Yes, I have, mate. Unfortunately, I didn't see you for a change. I was quite surprised I didn't see you. But yeah, I've, I've been. I've, I've been back about an hour. It's been a. It's. It was a long old day today. Set off at half past nine. <laughs> yeah, 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 got in at about quarter to nine. Yeah. Running the show. A quarter past nine. I'm glad I did put that extra 15 minutes on it today to give me the time to have a cuppa, uh, to be fair, mate. Whereabouts in the stand were you today? Uh, were you with your mate from last week as well? You what, mate? Were you with your mate from last week? Same guy. Yeah, yeah, I was with my mate. Yeah, yeah, We were sat in the in the lower part of the, uh, the, 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 the lower tier part. We were right by the tunnel part. Yeah. yeah. We were right, right in the corner by the corner flag about uh, three or four rows back. Uh, it's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them. If it, it if is. It, uh, do you know what? If, considering last week, how high like we were, it, it feels like a defeat, to be honest with you, because of the timing of the goal. It feels like it's drained, it's drained so much out of people. Like I thought we played... First half, we played really well. I thought I thought we played really well. Second half, we were... I've, I've never seen us be battered like that so much. Put eleven men behind the ball. I've never seen a team like properly keep the ball from us, move it out wide, put it out what into the box. I thought the back three did really well, as you've said earlier. I thought the back three did really well. Um, considering Aitken Norrie's not playing for a while, he's, he did really well as well. I think that's why he started to suffer with the cramp on about mm. the hour mark because he yeah. hasn't had much, uh, and it was quite an intense second half as well. Yeah, yeah. But... You feel like it's in in the end, it's a point gained rather than two points lost, or how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed because we we had it in the bag. I would thought personally, I thought they were gonna. To be honest with you, with the foul, it it's I'm gonna be honest, it's a stonewall penalty. I don't know why he's doing. Why why would you make a foul in the 90th minute? I don't know. Personally, I, I, I was saying to my mate. I know Soyuz was on the yellow card, but just knock the ball out for a corner, get 11 men behind the ball, and then get rid of it. Why? why, why? I know Samada wasn't playing that side, and he's come across for Hoover, but I don't know. If it, but, <coughs> excuse me. Personally, my, my opinion, you know what my opinion is on Samada, and every time I watch him, I think he's getting worse and worse, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I, I can get where you're coming from. I think. I think he's got. I personally think he's got something. I think he did all right on the right hand side today, yeah. but when he went on to the left, he looked like a literal duck out of water. He's positional play, he was exposed. He was put, but we didn't have another option on the bench to do anything. We brought uh -huh. Hoover on. Arsenal on the bench. 
He's got a calf injury, mate. Apparently, oh. Bruno Large has said, and that's why Nevis didn't start as well because he picked ah, okay. up. It's I read that on uh, I, I think I don't know whether it's Tim Spoyer Spears that tweeted yeah. this after the game or Liam from the Express and Star. But the other, so, the other person I thought today who I thought I don't know how you can still be in that team is Dendonka. I thought Dendonka was awful to be honest with you. Some of the passes, do you know, it reminded me of honestly, and you'll have a laugh at this. It reminded me of. Called Henry back in the day, right? Yeah, backwards. Honestly, the amount of passes he gave away. I mean, to be fair, I've just seen that comment that you can't. You, you, the person's just putting. I agree. I agree. Samalo did make the goal, but what else did he do apart from that? I'm going to be honest. With you, what else? He didn't do anything else. What else did he do? Well, that's football in it, Jack. A game <laughs> of opinions, <laughs> eh? Absolutely. I mean, he was. He, you know, he's the. He, there are. People that like, like I say, you're, you're not really a big fan. He's still yet to win you over. And me, I'm not a big fan either. But I'm slightly more positive about him. I, and I just felt it was. I felt yeah, it was difficult. I, I really want him. For me, I really want Samado to take a grip on both ends of the pitch and really show that what I think he's got. I mean, he came from Barca. I know it's a different system, but he hasn't really convinced anyone yet. It's mm. still for me the due. I'm still on the fence with him a little bit. I think um, I want to give him that well, chance to, to the, really. There's sometimes where he does like like today with the goal off or with the assist. I thought you know fair play, but then like we said, he's been moved to a left side, and then like it's the last minute of the game. That personally, if, if I was if I was a defender, I'd make sure that the ball would go out for a corner or it'd go out the stand. What's the thing that you get told to say when you're playing football? If in doubt, just do for you exactly. Kick it out. Exactly, get it out. Exactly, and I, it's disappointing because we didn't thingy. But to be fair, if if Leeds had gone hadn't, hadn't got a point out of that, that would have been really, really, really hard. Yeah, but how many, I mean, okay. saying that we lost three games at the start of the season yeah. um, when we deserved more, yeah. and we didn't get it. I'm gonna, I've got to, I've got to admit though, mate. Today, like Manny said, their atmosphere was has got to be the one of the best I've I've been oh, to. It was fantastic. It was incredible, mate. It was unbelievable. The only thing that annoyed me a little bit was when I think it was out of Nori or someone down in front of us in the second half. You just see them starting to throw things, and I was like, Yeah, we talked only, about this at the top. There's no need for that. that. There's was a like, lot of uh, like lighters and things thrown yeah. on, and I'm really I've. I'm disappointed because the Leeds fans, you know, they sang, especially that behind the goal bit. They were singing back. There was a banter going backwards and forwards with the singing and they were really loud. They got that um, thing that they got going through for ages and ages and ages. They drove their team on and it wasn't just that end. It was all the way around the ground. And if it wasn't for the fact that they threw things on the pitch at our players... I just think that took the shine off. You know, respect to the Leeds fans for the for the way their atmosphere was and the way they supported and drove the team. That is proper support yeah. for a team that's not started the season, second season syndrome. But then for a few to let themselves down, throwing thing, it just took the shine off what would have been for me a glowing home yeah. support. Yeah, it was. It was. It's it got. I, I thought Villa's support before we started scoring last week was good, but that that topped it by a mile. I thought that was incredible. 
especially when like they walked out and you heard that march on together. Was, I thought it was incredible hearing it. I was like, wow. I was like, okay, I've not heard you sing this before, like really loud like that. And uh, it was it was it was really good. It was a good atmosphere. It was good Oscar. It's not the best for an away an away fan and a player though. It's very hostile, isn't it? Oh, incredibly hostile, and uh, I think the literal they were the literal twelfth man, and, and I yeah. felt like that the support grabbed that Leeds team and dragged them up uh, a level, and then the team responded, and that the fans responded, and it was just it was just very intimidating, and I thought we were, the def- our defense were dealing with it. I don't think that think. Dendonka was disappointing, and I like Dendonka. You know, I, he he doesn't get into the Belgian squad in place of De Bruyne for being rubbish. He's, he's, which is the number one team in the world in world football. Yeah. Um, so he's got to have something. But I, you know, we miss Neves yeah, all the way through, and I think like what we, I think it'd have been a different game to. Oh, because he can literally Neves can literally if he's on it. He yeah. can literally dictate the play. And Matinho getting that yellow card, as we've talked about earlier in the fifth minute, I think took, because he's like a terrier, I think he had to hold back a little bit. I think all of that had a, an accumulative effect. And the final nail was when Norrie went off and we moved yeah. Samido over. And then we just looked so vulnerable at the back. Question for you. We got away with it, but we yeah. didn't. There's a question for you. You know, you said we need a defender and things yeah. like that. Would you move then Donka back to a defensive role? Like, do you know, you do... Do you know, do you know what? Then Donka's done a job there, hasn't he? Mm. Um, but when you've only got three midfielders, yeah, yeah. well, that's another um, thing. You've got no <laughs> option in midfield. Yeah. Gibbs yeah. White's out at uh, being toughed up into a man over at Sheffield United. We've only got Matinho and Neves, really, and then you've got the under 23s. Um, potential and if you move Dendonka back it's like where's your other option from midfield you don't have it but the problem is mate if we don't bring in one or two defenders in the January window you're going to be left with the problem the only solution is Dendonka coming in or does he go to a back four and he plays Cody and Kilman yeah you know because Soyuz and Bolly are off to the African Cup of Nations, Yerson's. I don't know how long he. Do you know? Do have you any idea how long he's out for? Well, I've read. I think when it happened, I think they said five to six months. Because it looked really a bad one. Yeah, he was crying, wasn't he? What he yeah. was gutted for him because he looked a bit John Smith. Yeah, he looked really good. He did look really comfortable on the ball. He did to be honest. So if you think about it, mate, we've, we've got a lot of attacking options, even without yeah. without Neto. Um, who's out? Trinkau was on the bench again today. We've got Pedence, Adama, Raul, Silva. At the top end of the pitch, we've got a lot of attacking options. Midfield, we've got three midfielders. One of them, if one of them gets injured, we're really, really thinking. If it's Neves, we're in, I'm really worried. Yeah. And then at the back, we've got Cody, Kilman, and Saiz. Bolly, yeah. hopefully, will return, but. Come January, we've got Cody and Kilman. Yeah. So they, they, I, I just hope that they've got someone lined up for for the beginning of January. Do they recall Sanderson? Yeah. To be honest, Dave, I think they've already got a midfielder and a defender lined up. I think they've already well, got. I think Sanchez um, 
could come. But as Thomas said, Botman would be a good one. They've just got to pay the money and bring these players in early yeah. doors because we can't really uh, we we need strength. And if we, we've got that extra midfielder, we get Neto and um, Johnny back, and we bring in the defenders. Yeah. Um, I mean, Marcel actually can play centre back. In, he's played centre back for I think for Leon. So yeah. he can drop into uh, into the centre back position. So he can play centre back. Marcel's another option. Um, yeah. And if you get Johnny Otto back, that might be something that can happen. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, so what what are you uh, going to give your man of the match and um, your performance uh, right uh, to finish oof. off? Between two again. Uh, I'm going to say before we got injured, I'm going to say Joe's I saw. Uh, before we got into Joe's, I sorry, very very sorry. Before we got injured, eight and Nori. eight Nori, yeah. I think Joe's Joe's I saw. I started to be like that at the start of the season. Not yeah, a lot of people I, were I, like I, I said. He's won a lot of people over, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So Sars won me over because some of the saves he pulls off, and you're thinking how, and his distribution literally will get the ball. And like I think it was Manny that said. If Adama was on the end of that cross where he plays out to the dens, you would have gone through and scored 2 0. Yeah, I mean, it was a great save. I yeah. thought it was a goal, man. I literally thought it was a goal. I thought when he yeah. saved it, I missed it as well. I uh, didn't capture it, which was a shame, but um, it was such a great save. And he's pulled off some. I mean, he, he didn't win player of the month last month for not being because he, he, he's good. But I, I like the fact how he commands his area. He comes off his yeah. line more than. Um, Rui Patricio is a great keeper. Patricio is a brilliant shot stopper. Um, but he, I think Jose Sarr commands his area a bit and his distribution, his quick thinking. Yeah. You know, he, he hit that ball for Raul. Okay, he had a lot of work to do against Southampton. Yeah. And he, that throw that he did today to um, to Pedence, yeah. Pedence got the shot away. I think, as Manny mentioned, I said if it had been Triore, he might have been away and with a quarter of on the counter at that point, but it didn't happen. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think I think if if you if you put the ball through, I, I was quite surprised he took a Dharma off. To be honest with you, I thought he'd have kept the Dharma on for that exact reason, that counter attacking speed. Well, exactly. I think it'll be interesting to see what the starting lineup is for uh, Everton. Hopefully, uh, we have got nine days, so hopefully that's a little yeah. bit of extra recovery time, isn't it? And then we've got uh, Palace away after that. Obviously, Everton shock defeat two uh, five to Watford, but they conceded four in the last. 15 minutes or so, yeah. they collapsed today. And, of course, Palace managed to drag a draw out the out to the jaws of victory again today. Yeah. Um, they've drawn so many games, Palace. Yeah. They've only lost two. Tough one there, Celeste. It'll be a very tough game. I'm it looking forward. Be... you going to that, Jack? Yeah, mate. I've got tickets, yeah. I'm going to Palace. It's going to be an interesting game, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. It's one of them. It's uh, it's a it's the wrong side of London, so it's a long trip as well. So extra yeah, time, extra time might have to be on the uh, on the Sunday for that <laughs> one because it might be a late late <laughs> one back. And what's your performance rating? I'll probably go with what Manny said: a five and a half, six. To be honest with you, so that's quite interesting. I think the general consensus from uh, all of you guys over today um, is that saw. For his performance and his shot stopping and distributions, I think probably just edged out Matinho on man of the match. And the performance rating, it seems that the average is around about six, which shows how low it is today. Yeah. And I think the six is literally because we got out 
got got out of it with a point. Yeah. I think had we not, I think it could have been even lower. Yeah, exactly. If, if it had been a defeat today, and to be honest with you, like you said to Manny or the callers before, when they equalised, when they had the chance going forward, I was thinking, please don't concede now. Because I was literally panicking. I was like, we're going to lose now. I know. I was worried about was, it. Cause of the, I was glad when the whistle went. Yeah, same. 100%. Listen, Jack, thanks ever so much for uh, for coming on. As uh, much appreciated. Welcome anytime. You always talk really, really well. I know it's great that you've come back uh, and managed to get on as well because it has been a long day. So thank you for taking the time out to come on, mate. Okay, mate, no problem. I'll be seeing the in the North Bank uh, on week on Monday. Absolutely. Looking forward to that one. I'll she'll be uh, over in uh, Casino 36 Sports Bar, I think, before the game, having something to eat. And I should mention as well that uh, Casino 36, I think, on the 18th of May, I've got an evening, not May, November, I've got an evening with Don Goodman, I think. Okay. They've got down there. They've got Don Goodman over there um, as well. So... But listen, guys, um, before you go, everyone, if you could smash a like on the uh, the video, see whether we can get over 100 likes on it, that would be amazing. Feel free to share um, and leave your comments as well below. If you're watching it back after, I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, always, Wolves, thank you for tuning in wherever you are in the world. Lots of love to you and your families uh, from uh, finishing the show with me and Jack Today, always walls. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.